Welcome to Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Alexandre Marie underscore talks. Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie is a podcast where we will discuss everyday topics that are affecting the Black community from mental health, education, sexuality, spectrum disorder, the Black dollar, the Black culture, Black businesses, Black relationships, and more. This is Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie. And remember, what consumes your mind controls your life. Hey guys, this is Shoot the Breeze with Alexandra Marie and I am your host, Alexandra Marie. So today I want to talk about the surge of child pornography due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now I'm from New Jersey, Union County to be exact. And with this pandemic, there has been a surge of child pornography in Union County area. So parents, with distance learning due to this pandemic, are you really monitoring your child's internet activity? Are we really? If you don't know, I'm a parent of two. I have a toddler and I have a 15 year old. And she logs on at 9 a.m. from Monday through Friday and does not log off until about 2.33 p.m. Now, mind you, yes, she is using district-provided laptops. So there are restrictions, right? She still has a phone. My child, personally, is not allowed to have any type of social media presence and because I own the phone that she uses I have enabled parent monitoring so if she were to try to open an Instagram account Facebook Twitter or anything like that I would know the same way that she did before I knew and I told her listen if you don't take this down guess what you will lose phone privileges she does have a TikTok. She is a dancer, so that, you know, I'll say okay to. And it is monitored still by me. I know a lot of you thinking, what? She's 15. Instagram, you can start an Instagram at 13 years old. We'll circle back to that in a little bit. But yes, she is 15. And yes, I still do monitor her internet activities. But, but. I'm working during this pandemic, as some parents are. Even some of us are working from home. So we're either in the den, in the living room, you know, somewhere. And our children are working in their room. And if they need help with something, yes, they come to us. But for the most part, 
we're in separate rooms, or if we're in the same room, we're in separate parts of the room, right? That's how it's set up in a lot of our homes right now. So if we're working from home, we still have to be aware and conscious of our work, but then we still have to be aware and conscious of our children. So parents that are working from home, you know, by now we probably have a schedule. We have breakfast, good. I take a break at this time, you take a break at this time. We make lunch for you guys. We ask you how's you know, the course going or how's academics going right now? Do you need any help? No, okay. And we go back to our separate ways, right? If, if it wasn't like that, then what would get done? There's so many parents that are struggling because now they have to work and they have to be teachers and it's difficult. So work that would be done by five o'clock normally has to get stretched. You know, some parents are not looking away from the computer until eight, nine o'clock because they have to stop to help their child with something or other that has to do with schoolwork. I get it. While other parents just leave their children to fend for themselves because they have to work at a designated time, right? I have to log on at nine and I have to log off at five. So that's like, and I have maybe 30 minutes in between. And that 30 minutes, you know, I have to eat. So I'm leaving my child until five, like I would normally do, right? They go to school and maybe they have aftercare, right? Normally, that's what I would do, right? Speaking of these parents, um, but they're in my home. They cannot possibly, you know, interact in such a way that would cause them harm. I'm right here, right? And I'm always looking over their shoulders, seeing what they're doing, seeing who they're talking to, et cetera, et cetera, right? Well, what about parents that have children, older children that are teens? Um, I'm sorry, I have to work. And the hours that I work are the hours that she is logged on. So I leave my house by nine. I don't come home until 4.30, 4.45. And if my son, if I have my son and he goes to daycare, um, or maybe if my mom's watching him, I don't get home until, you know, closer to 5, 5.15. So she's left alone, like many teens, for a long period of time, right? Anything can happen. Um, so if you suspect child sexual exploitation, um, online or otherwise, please do not hesitate to report it via National Center of Missing and Exploited Children cyber tip line at www.cybertipline.com or please call at 1-800-843-5678. I'll give that information once more, but I just wanted to make sure that 
that information was provided for you guys. So why am I speaking on child pornography, Union County, and the surge? Well, I'm pretty sure it's not just Union County, New Jersey that have seen a surge. Um, my news on my phone is set for my city and my county. It just so happens that, hey, my county, Union County of New Jersey, has seen a surge. And when I Googled, there's other counties, there's other states that have also seen a surge. Now, I can't speak for or discuss because I'm just going to focus on my county. And this information obviously can pertain to anywhere. So on March 22nd, a 19-year-old named Dakeem Stockling was charged with second-degree child pornography and third-degree child pornography possession. Well, possession of child pornography, rather. So in most states, the minimum for marriage, right, um, with parents' consent range from 12 to 17. Uh, so where am I going with marriage? You'll see. California and Mississippi, however, do not have a minimum age for minors to be allowed to marry with parental consent. Massachusetts has the lowest minimum age, 14 years old for boys and 12 years old for girls. I say this and I bring up marriage and consent because many predators that live in these states or maybe don't live in these states travel to these states to get married. I mentioned the cyber um, tip line because so many children are missing, they're being trafficked, and just to be sex slaves. The life of a predator and their, you know, if you go online, they have these groups, you know, and they know how to spot one another and they help one another. So mind you, you could have a child predator that just kidnapped a young girl or a young boy and needs to, you know, needs a birth certificate and needs um, a social security card or a passport. You have other child predators that can provide them with such items, okay? And you have a whole system of people that'll go and make it possible for that man to cross state lines, even country, but state lines, you know, to a state that'll allow you to marry at 14, at 12 years old, and provide the birth certificate needed and provide stand-in mom and dad to give parental consent. How 
disgusting is that? I say this because, again, there is a system. We've all seen, you know, criminal minds and law and order. It's not just for ratings. These are things that are happening every day. And we as parents need to be vigilant when it comes to our children and their internet activity. I don't know what you can possibly gain from marrying a 12, 14 year old, especially since the development of the prefrontal cortex, a significant part of the brain in terms of social interactions and how we regulate our emotions and control impulsive behavior, assess risk and make long-term plans, that part of the brain does not stop growing at 18. Though the law says you can, you know, buy cigarettes. Um, I think now they changed it, but you can vote. You can enlist, right? These are life-altering decisions. But research has shown and has proven over and over again that it can take up to more than 25 years for them to mature. 25 years. Now, I'm not condoning, you know, Stockling in his um, depraved activities. No, because there has yet to be anything disclosed in regards to what kind of possession was it. Now, it could have been a minor that was closer to age such as 17, and that could have been a girlfriend or boyfriend. And mind you, there are many, many men on the um, registry that they're there because they had a girlfriend, right? And the girlfriend was 17 and they were 19. And they were high school sweethearts. And he goes off to college and he's still, you know, dating her. And the parents either don't like them the boy and you know they have him arrested and that stays there and you know what for those parents you know you destroy a young man's life because you simply you know disproved that relationship. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the case, you know. Um, and two years, one year, sometimes it's one year. Sometimes I've read and I've seen cases, I've read cases where it's six months. Six months. Like she's 17, and in some states, the consent is 18. It doesn't matter. That's the age of consent. And unless the parents say it's okay, you can get, you know, you can go to prison, you can get locked up for it, and you can, you know, you'll have to be put on the registry. It can be as 
much as six months, three months, it doesn't matter. So I'm, I personally do not know. I just know on March 22nd, he was charged. Um, so I don't know if it was a girlfriend or a boyfriend that was close to age or if he was in possession of much younger, such as preteen. But society has become closer in distance due to internet and has grown even more closer via internet due to this pandemic that as parents, we like to share moments with our friends and our followers and innocent, right? No, not so innocent. Um, and it's sad. We have to be aware of certain hashtags that are attracting pedophiles. Has hashtags such as bath time, potty training, naked kids, kids bath time, bikini kids, potty seats, um, toilet training, toddler bikini, naked child, potty pants, kids shower, you know, and so on and so forth. According to the Child Rescue Coalition, a parent will post on average 1,500 pictures before their child turns five years old. Wow. I could see why countries like France has made it a law that a child, you know, can sue their parents for posting pictures of them without their consent because that's a lot of pictures. That's a lot. You know, I mean, that's disturbing, that amount of number, at least to me. You know, the coalition urges parents to make their profiles private. But let's be real. We can't be 100% sure that our neighbor that follows us or maybe a family member that's very close to us and to our children. We cannot be 100% sure that they're not using those pictures, you know, to perform unholy acts. I'm just going to state it like that um, in private, right? We don't know. We, we, we don't even know how our significant other is feeling when they're sitting next to us, right? We, can we, we can't possibly know how they're feeling all the time when they're right there next to us, let alone can we know definitively that people that are close to us, friends, family members, neighbors, whatever, um, coworkers, aren't using these pictures for disturbing, disgusting, mind-boggling things. We just don't. Nor do we know if any of our followers, right? Because we get followers. We get people that want to friend us. And we don't know 
if they're bots. We don't know if this person, Jackie, is really Jackie with three kids and a mom, right? Because this person, right, can have three kids and be a mom and be a single mom and all that, but it's not really Jackie, you know? It's someone that follows Jackie. It's Michael that follows Jackie that took all of Jackie's pictures and made a profile for himself when Jackie's actually really Kimberly. Right? This happens all the time. Every single day, this happens. That's why I personally, you know, um, have only posted a handful of pictures, not just of myself, but of my children. And don't get it twisted. I have hundreds of pictures and videos of my son. And honestly, I don't have many of them when he's not fully clothed. Yes, I do have a few where he's being potty trained. Um, some where he's laying in the bath thinking he's in the beach and he's naked. And one when he was a few days old. Um, but I'm a mom and you know, these pictures are, let's, let's face it, we take them. So when they bring girls over, we can be like, oh, look at, you know, when they get older so we can show them and we think they're innocent and a part of us are like, no, we're keeping these so we can embarrass you later if you don't act right. Okay. We, we know why we take them. And sometimes we just want to share that experience with people we love and people that we assume love us back and want nothing but, you know, positivity and prosperity and growth for us and our children. But that's not always the case. That's not. And this pandemic is is proving that. So as a parent, I am stressing and I'm pleading with any other parents or even brothers, big brothers or big sisters to become more vigilant in what young children are exposed to on the internet. Because like I mentioned earlier, the age to start in Instagram profile is 13. I'm not quite sure of Facebook, but I know Instagram is 13. And that's, you know, where a lot of these younger kids want to be on or are on. And as difficult as it may be, I'm not asking you guys to, you know, change whatever you're doing. You want to post certain pictures of your child on the internet. Again, I'm not against it. I'm not for it. You know, I know what I don't do. And I can't tell you what you should or should not do. What I can say, you know, and what I will do is inform you guys. And what I can say is that when these pedophiles and sex traffickers get caught okay the pictures and videos are not just children at the park 
or at the playground. A lot of the images are from our own personal accounts. Can you imagine a pedophile gets caught and your image of your little five-month-old? Because believe me, they have found images of children that are, oh my gosh, as young as days old. And they try. They try their hardest to locate um, every child that's that's on their database because all pedophiles have this database of images. Um, so they try. You know, they scan the internet. They try to find the children to make sure that they're safe and sound in their home. Um, and I do think in many cases, the FBI informs. But again, pedophiles have a network. So though the FBI may take down 10 sites of your child's picture, there's probably another 10 sites that they have yet to crack down to take your child's picture. And again, pedophiles can get off without, you know, having your child's picture to be you know in the nude they can get off so though yes i've only posted a handful of pictures of my son he's still a toddler right but the risk of a pedophile getting off on that picture compared to some of my more intimate pictures of my son are low we think it's nothing. We post a picture of our little infant, toddler, kid, preteen, whatever, but we'll stick with like the uh, toddlers and infants in their diaper or a video of them running around dancing in nothing but their diapers. But you know what? It's not. We really need to think twice about that. So, as per the Instagram, again, pedophiles and sex traffickers, they're making Instagram profiles using pictures that they have gotten from the internet, making these profiles acting, speaking in such a way that makes them come across as if they are 13, 14 years old, looking for prey. And it seems as though this pandemic is a perfect time to hunt. Sadly, but truthfully, it is for them. So again, if you suspect child sexual exploitation online or otherwise, you know, as a parent, especially as a mom, we, we can spot it. If we see it, sometimes we can definitely spot. Like, why is a man at the park 
with no children or in the playground, no children on his cell phone snapping. Why? We can spot it. So don't don't just take your child away from the man's, you know, sight. Take a picture of him as well. And report it. Via the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Cyber Tip Line. It could be innocent and it could just so be and just so happen to be a man that's hunting. So again, the National Center for Missing Children and Exploited Children uh, Cyber Tip Line is www.cyber tipline.com or call 1-800-843-5678. As always, we are who we ought to think we ought to be. Stay blessed.